Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide Olivia and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. Now, I know it's not for everyone, but if you're in a position to help support the show, you can do so over on Patreon. Every dollar makes a difference. You can learn more about each support tier by going to www.patreon.com slash simplyolly. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. All right. Welcome, welcome, my friends. Um, today is, I mean, it might be a more serious topic. That's okay. Um, but today, you know, today's episode is titled Self-Harm Doesn't Only Happen on the Outside. Now, of course, I'm going to present a trigger warning <laughs> at this moment. Um because I am going to be talking about different forms of self-harm. Um, you know, I hope that um, you are in a place where you um, can be able to listen to that. If not, that that's fine as well. Uh, maybe skip this episode. Uh, although I do think there's a lot of benefits. So um, I always encourage people, you know, if there is something that triggers you to, to try to just um, gain a level of awareness around that trigger, um, to connect to your breath, to, to really kind of, you know, uh, express to yourself that you, you can have control over how you're feeling in a moment. Um, even when a trigger is presented to you, uh, I do think we can exercise uh, a level of self-control that, um, I don't know, that maybe isn't, uh, <laughs> told to us often enough that we can actually move through things. Um, I don't, I'm the kind of person who I don't like to have triggers hold me back. If I recognize I have one, I don't try to avoid the thing that is triggering me um, on a, on a mental level. Um, I do what I can to work with it and to use it as an opportunity to, to grow and give myself more love and healing. So I'm just going to send that same encouragement out, out to you, um, to anyone who needs it. But, um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about this because I was presented with this lesson at the end of 2020. Um, just this, this concept, right, of self-harm doesn't only happen on the outside. Um, now, I was someone who self self-harmed um quite a bit and you know there is the i think we can kind of get this um you know media look of self-harm if it's not something you're familiar with which is wonderful if it's not um you know we can get this this media look of you know um cutting and stuff like that which is definitely you know a very serious form of self-harm um but you know i'm i'm here to talk about uh my experience um cutting is is not something i i did personally uh it's, it's too quick and easy <laughs> for me um my forms of self-harm were uh far more violent um i would you know i would punch myself in the face i'd punch my own body i would bruise myself um i would self-mutilate so i would carve into my skin. Um, I still have some scars to this day. And, um, and I would also, um, you know, withhold food, water, 
Um, I would overly exercise to the point where I was hurting myself. Um, Self-harm comes in in many, many forms. Um, That is not just cutting for anyone who has maybe that more... Um, not to say this in a rude way, but this just a shallow understanding of what self-harm is. Um, it can come in so many different forms. And, um, you know, even through the relationships that we put ourselves in, you know, I would, I would put myself, um, not all of my relationships, but I did put myself often in relationships um, where I wasn't treated well. Um, and that is also, I see as a form of self-harm. Um, because then, you know, the abuse, you're not, you're not causing the abuse to yourself, somebody else's. And so it can be a way to, to stay in more of like a victimized state rather than, um, knowing that you made that choice, even though technically you may have made that choice. If, if you knew that person, that's, that's a whole, that's a whole complex topic. Anyway, you get what I'm saying? So, um, I don't want to like delve on that too long, but um, for me, self-harm has always been, and I think for a lot of people, it's been a very um, physical expression, right? It'll happen through the external things, um, like how like what you're how you're treating your body, um, whether you're feeding it properly or not, you know, how you're taking care of it. So it's very externally oriented when we think about self-harm, um, and rightfully so. Makes total sense. So you know, I had been really kind of sitting in a space. Um, I, I did share a bit, um, things I was oh, just kind of working through, um, in the last episode of, of 2020. Um, I think it was titled, um, like saying farewell to the people pleaser or something like that. Um, but you know, I, when it comes to my career and like where I was sitting with things, um, you know, I was sitting in a space with a lot of doubts and distrust and worries and inadequacies and just being in a state of, of constant like problem solving and defeat and expecting the worst. And it was really kind of swallowing me up. Um, and, you know, all in all, I have I have worked towards being an incredibly optimistic person, um, somebody very focused on gratitude. I see the light in a lot of things, um, which wasn't always the case. You know, I, I did have all of those things that I, I just listed that I was, that I've been experiencing and feeling with in regards to my career. Um, I had that outlook on the entirety of life, um, with everything, you know, and so I, I know I've grown a lot and I've made a lot of improvement and my mindset is phenomenally better than it was. Um, but I kind of had this realization. I don't really even know how it came about. I don't know if I was talking to somebody or if my guides just presented it to me or what happened. Um, but, you know, I just kind of sat with me that there was so much damage being done and you couldn't see any marks or any changes to me on the outside. But I knew that by facilitating those thoughts and those feelings on an incredibly frequent basis, even just in this one area of life, I was causing damage to myself. I am rewiring my brain to think, believe, and feel and have energy in a certain way around this one area of life. And, 
it just sat with me that that is just as bad as self-harming because I'm allowing myself to entertain that that mindset, that emotional state, that energetic state. Like I was allowing myself to entertain it because it was an it's it's normalized behavior for me. And um I was trying to explain this actually to my husband the other day who um I love him. He's he's just, he's not had struggles with mental health and so it sometimes is a little difficult for him to understand. He always tries and I appreciate him. Um but you know I had I had this moment where and I think this is also where it started becoming clear as well where I had this moment where I was just I was feeling those doubts and the inadequacies and I was trying to problem solve everything and I was just feeling defeated and it was just getting really frustrating and 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 I was just in a very much a space of feeling victimized um, with how much I've tried to put into uh, making my career you know grow and blossom and it just never having that effect and um and you know there was this flash in my mind and it's and it's happened a few times um but there was this flash in my mind of just um ending my life and i know to some people that's going to sound incredibly serious but to me it is it is something that when i'm feeling in a really low moment will just pop up and it's honestly just because it's I spent so many years um, in a state of suicidal ideation and even having made attempts um, where I was just I, I could see anything and see it as a way to to end my own life. Um, it was it was obsessive. It was the constant thought on my mind. So when I'm feeling in a very, you know, dark place, it makes total sense to me that that would just pop in my brain. Am I going to act on it? I know I'm not going to, you know. Does it worry me? Honestly, it does not because, I mean, it just for me is a cue of like, oh, wow, we're like, we're feeling really deep about something and, you know, I need to work on that. Um, So, you know, it's not necessarily that I'm entertaining that thought, but it's just a byproduct. And so it, it helped me realize that there was just this normalized behavior that I had just been so used to. I'm only, I'm only 31. You know, I've, I've, I've been in a space um, where I felt really healed for, gosh, nearly a decade. But, you know, the other, (laughs) the other decade and a half of my life was spent in a dark place. So I can totally understand why there's still work to do. That's fine. You know, um, but it was just normalized back then. And so it'll still pop up. And, and I, you know, it felt justified because things were just not kind of panning out the way that I, that I was wanting. Um, and I just didn't think to step in um, when it came to having these thoughts around my, specifically my career and stuff. I just didn't think to step in for the longest. And I was like, whoa, whoa, Why? This, this is a form of self-harm. You're letting your mind go down this hole. You know, you're allowing it. And not to say that like, you know, you know what I mean? My motto has always been life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. I don't need things to work out for me to change my mindset around this, to feel better about this. No, I don't. So even though this is still something I'm working on, the amount of mindset work that I am shifting in just the past gosh, not even a month. It's just been a few weeks. But since it, 
Since I started treating it as seriously as self-harm, it's made a massive shift because I just won't entertain it. I won't allow it anymore. I'm like, no, 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 that's not healthy. That's not safe for us. We don't, we don't think that way. Can I still make efforts? Can I still see where things might not be working out and where things are maybe working out better? Sure. But do I have to sit here in a place of victimized energy? No, I don't. Um, You know, and so I really have been allowing myself to delve into those, the mindset practices that have helped me through so many things. It's always back to the basics for me. Um, and also, you know, if I can, I incorporate energy work as well. That's just my my personal, um, you know, thing that I like to do. Um, but mindset work is incredibly powerful. And I think that mindset work, honestly, shifts your energy. It does the energy work for you. So you don't have to believe in all of that stuff. Um, you can just work on your mindset and your emotional state because um, they influence your energy. That's, that is my cosmology. But I just, I wanted to share this framework um, or it's just even this perspective, this lens, right? Um, in case somebody needed that frame of mind too, because it helped me a lot to really look at it in that light of like, oh, self-harm doesn't only happen on the outside. Me entertaining this kind of thinking is self-harm. And it is something I can work on and I can change. And you can do that on your own. You don't have to. If therapy is the way you want to go, that's totally fine. If you need a friend for support, that's totally fine. But I want you to know you don't have to have those things to help yourself. There are so many free resources. That's why this podcast is here. You know, you can do this intuitively. It's how I've done it for so long. Um, you can just listen to yourself, ask yourself questions. So you, you can help yourself through this. No, no therapist could ever help me overcome self-harm. I had to do that myself. So I just want to use that as, as encouragement for you. If you feel like, oh, well, how am I supposed to do this? I don't know. Like I can't, you know, I don't have money for therapy. I can't do this. I can't do that. You, you've got it all. It's, it's there for you. You can do it. You know, if you need you know, free resources, they're there. If you don't want that and you just want to go your own path with it, I believe in you. <laughs> I believe that's possible because I know it is. <laughs> so anyway, a little bit, a little bit longer than what I was doing for the January episodes, but um, this is an important topic. <laughs> and um, and I hope, I hope it helps some people. Um, and I know I feel a whole lot better um, in the mindset that I'm in. And honestly, not much has changed externally yet. And it's just still opportunity for me to practice. It's playing ground for me to practice this mindset stuff. Anytime something triggers me, because I did have triggers. If we were like worried about a bill or something, it would trigger me. If it got brought up of like, oh, you know, have you gotten a job or whatever? It would trigger me. And so I use those as opportunities, and you can too. Everything is an opportunity to practice this kind of work. That's how I see it, at least. All right, I'm going to wrap it up here. 
But thank you so much for for listening. Um, and of, co- of course, you know, if you want community, if you want to be able to talk about this, if you want a safe space, um, definitely come over to Patreon, get some behind the scenes stuff, access to our Discord channel, um, where we're all in there holding each other accountable, supporting each other, having fun, all good stuff. Um, you can definitely go to my site and check all of that out. But thank you again so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you... Oh, I didn't even finish the thing. I have my little outro spiel. I'm going to say it really quick. Okay, thanks. <laughs> if you liked this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling your friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. You can also check out my free tools, books, and Patreon at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome. I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.